set up it's uh, a learning experience mixlers changed their app on us and screwed us up just a little bit but we got it set up we're fixed we're all good you are now listening live well if you're listening to us at 6 p.m eastern time to the riven landon show here on listen to the show.com where basically we talk about a lot of crazy shit this is basically the podcast that the internet warned you about uh, you know, saying all that shit that they don't want you to hear about anymore because everybody's fucking offended way too easily. Anyway, of course, I'm Riv, he's Johnny Landon, and we're here. You can follow us on Instagram, at Riven Landon, or on Twitter, which neither of us really wants to fucking use, at Ask Show and at Riven Landon, either or, or both, uh, because it takes forever to build a fucking Twitter following in this day and age. Fuck it. I, uh, I give up on Twitter. Fuck that. Yeah. Um, I feel the same I, way about social media. It's weird now. We're like really, really deep underground. Like you got to really uh, search for us, but we're there. Um, we're on Instagram and we post once every month. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Every once in a while, we remember that we have Instagram. Like, oh yeah, we should probably post on there. And then I just follow millions of people and hope that they follow back. And that's pretty much just how it works. <laughs> that's Instagram. Yeah. Um, cool. Follow me. <laughs> I, I I'm bummed out. I just realized all of the laptops. I have like fucking five laptops in this house, and none of them have uh, CD players in them, like DVD, Blu-ray gimmicks. Holy shit! And uh, like I apparently like I bought a CD, like a, a music CD. I haven't bought a fucking CD in twelve years. But that dude that I showed you that video of on Facebook, Gmo Ski, he was he was ranting and making fun of um, J Cole for putting out a gay ass album. Yeah, I saw that. So I, I bought his physical copy because it has more tracks on it than the digital. And I was like, all right, I'm going to be a nice guy. I'm not going to fucking bootleg it like I do with other things. I'm going to give him my money because I, I like what he's doing. Mm-hmm. And then I get the CD in the mail and I, I don't even have a fucking drive to rip it. <laughs> so I, I, can't, I can't put it on my phone. I don't know what I'm going to do. Like, what am I going to listen to? A C- like, I can't listen to it in the gym. What am I going to bring a disc Isn't man it in? fucking crazy that CDs are now an outdated fucking medium? They are. And it's like almost like people who buy CDs are almost – um vintage uh like like the way that like people who buy vinyl are like that's what pretty much where we're at yeah and you know i mean i have uh two out of three of my laptops have uh the cd drive because it's to me i feel weird not having it uh but you know i don't like the fact that everything's digital now because i told somebody before and and you remember this because you you are an apple user when they put u2 on everyone's fucking phone yeah and I said to myself, well, if they can put shit on your phone, they can also take shit they don't want you to have off your phone. This is why physical copies are kind of still important in some you know, way, shape, yeah. or form. Because if censorship ever gets out of control, they're just going to fucking omit every fucking thing that, uh, that they don't like. Example, the, the Note 7 that blows up. Apparently, they issued an update that hard codes all the Note 7s to just not turn on. Uh, Are you serious? Two weeks ago. Yeah. But, you know, it's like, that should be my choice. If I get blown up for using my fucking phone, well, hey, that's my fucking journey. <laughs> I hate uh, I hate collecting things and owning things. So, like, I fucking, I, I left my entire CD collection from my youth in, like, my dad's house when he moved out. And I just pretty much lost it. So, I had everything ripped to a hard drive. So, I have hard drives with my music on it backed up. Um, like, I'm just too, I, I, just, I don't want to own anything except clothing, really. And I guess yeah. furniture, if you want to count that. So that's why I hate, but I, I also see like, 
it, your phones aren't reliable. Like I have albums on my phone that just randomly disappear and then I got to put them back on. Yeah. And I have like one of those, um, 64 gig iPhone gimmicks and, mm-hmm. uh, my music just will randomly vanish and then I have to go and put it. It's just, I mean, it's unreliable. Yeah. I, I, the reason it's efficient, I, but yeah. the reason I don't have a lot of stuff is I don't want to be like our buddy, uh, John Eric, like his house looks like uh, <laughs> fucking Sanford and son. He's you like a, see... a hoarder. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, it's like, doo, 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 doo. like he's just got shit everywhere. But it, Sanford and son collect like garb collected like garbage, but John Eric just collects like toys. So, and I <laughs> well, guess that's a good, that's a good little, uh, transition into our, our guest that's going to be on later tonight. Yeah, exactly. Cause he's, uh, he's got all vintage toys. He's a, he's a, he's a dude. Uh, his, his, his work name is uh zombie sailor. His real name is Josh, but his work name is zombie sailor. He, he basically, he sells vintage toys and he has a huge collection himself. So we're going to be talking to him and trying to pick his brain and figure out how all that works. Yeah. I, I was looking at that. It gave me the fucking member berries. I'm looking at all these toys that I used to have a, uh, as a kid that I don't have anymore. Uh, it was, yeah, it me was too. pretty interesting, but, uh, yeah. you know, and that, that leads us, you know, uh, Christmas is around the corner. So Christmas is like, that's the time to buy useless shit like toys and whatever else. I mean, do you want anything for Christmas? Cause it's hard. I'm hard pressed to think of anything I actually want. Cause when you become an adult, and you want something, you just go out and fucking buy it on your schedule. So it's kind of weird. There's like things that I want, or things that like I can't even really like m- money. I mean, I guess they kind of could. I don't know. I, I like number one for me would be superpowers. Yeah. Like I'm tired of having like uh, whenever I go out before I leave my house, I'm, I'm thinking of ways that I might die when I leave. And I know it sounds morbid and insane, but wouldn't it be cool to be like fucking Deadpool and be able to regenerate, or Luke Cage and just like be indestructible? Yeah, exactly. It would be kind of kind of awesome. I mean. Be like the Flash and just fuck up time whenever you're fucking bored with life. Oh, yeah, I don't like what happened. I'm the fuck up, you know, the entire timeline. Bam, you're dead. Bam, you're a woman. Bam, I mean, it's like the coolest thing. Like, the if I were the Flash, I wouldn't even be responsible. Yeah, he could do whatever the fuck he wants. Like, I wouldn't have a job. I would just be a fucking... I wouldn't be, like, a bad criminal. I'd, I'd steal from assholes, but I definitely wouldn't be working with my time. Yeah, exactly. I, that's that's not, I, and then also I mean like there's other things like I would like a, a threesome but that's never gonna happen. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I, Charlotte Flair is wrestling tonight, by the way. That's that's why he feels this way. <laughs> I could pull I could, I could pull maybe like the the Del Rio and get her and Paige at the same time. <laughs> that would be like a dream come true. Well, I mean like what, there's not much else. Like when you're when you're almost thirty years old, like you pretty much lose all hope in life, and all you're getting anyway is like socks and shit like that, sweatpants. Fucking cologne, so, underwear. It's and you just, spend money. Yeah, you spend money on everyone else, and all you get is fucking like socks. Like it stops being fun. Is is what basically happens. And, yeah. You know, I mean, I hate to be the Scrooge of the world. Well, I really don't. But you know, here, here's my problem with it. Uh, you know, I, I, let's say I've run out of something in the house, right? Like bread, for example. This happened today. I ran out of fucking bread, right? Not bread, Foster. Yeah, not Brad Foster, who does the Isolationist podcast with us as well, uh, but actual loaf of bread. And I have to go to Walmart because, you know, it's the only fucking store nearby. I drive there and I have to wait in a line to buy one loaf of bread because I'm behind all these assholes doing their fucking Christmas shopping. You know, there's traffic everywhere. There are assholes everywhere. It's cold. I'm cranky. I just want to buy a fucking loaf of bread to make a fucking sandwich and go the fuck home. And that yeah, becomes I, uh, 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 that becomes a problem during Christmas season. We might we might be uh, coming up on those Amazon drones that bring stuff to our house like within minutes. So by like twenty thirty, we won't have to leave our homes anymore, so we could stay home and get fat, and we don't even have to go out and shop. Well, I think that's why people are so, and we've talked about it, you know, off the show and in other other avenues. People are so socially awkward and weird because they don't have to interact, so they don't know what to fucking do. 
you can't even yeah. get to a cashier anymore because there's like you scan and self checkout. So when you ask somebody a question, they look at you like, "Are you speaking to me?" <laughs> I don't know. They, they don't know what to do. Like they they literally don't know what to do about human interaction. But all, you know, all, all they know how to do is Snapchat. Yeah. I, it, well, it's funny. I used Snapchat the other day just to chronicle uh, actually going out and shopping because I tried to find a calendar. And this is how you know we're old. I still use a paper physical calendar. I don't want to use the calendar on my phone. And uh, all the calendar selections were gay as shit. Yeah, uh, I believe it. I don't I don't think anyone buys calendars except grandmothers and uh, you. Yeah, I so. mean, there was cows doing yoga, nuns having fun, underwater dogs. Like, who the fuck drowns a fucking dog or almost uh, drowns a dog and takes a picture of them? Nuns having fun sounds strangely erotic, and I'm sure that the dog thing would appeal to Japanese people. So I can see why – I can almost see why they would make those, uh, but that is a little strange. It's like a weird fetish uh, thing that they have going on there. Yeah. I um I, 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 While we're on the topic of Snapchat, I think like everyone – like I said, like everyone is so focused on uh, – on like nobody knows how to interact everybody's everybody's doing everything online so it's like we were talking about before the show went on the air like people are fucking live broadcasting everything on facebook now to the point where they're dying like i had there was an accident over here these girls got run over by a fucking truck because they were broadcasting live yeah like i can't think of any of any of any time besides maybe if i got my christmas threesome where i'd actually want to broadcast live (laughs) we we were sharing uh the other day if you remember you know people uh you know, I was showing you on Tinder. There are people who fucking take pictures next to their, like, dying grandparents. Oh, this is a great Tinder profile picture. Hey, I'm looking to score. By the way, ignore my dead grandfather in the background in the fucking hospital bed. But, yeah, people fucking live video everything. Look, I'm opening my gifts. Look, I'm taking a shit. Look, I'm in a live video. I'm, I'm catching somebody yeah. uh, cheating like in the act. Every, literally, every like the cops will be about to shoot you. Your live video, like what? Like yo, live life. That's what's I'm, going on. That that actually has happened, and it, it, everybody wants to be a reality television star. And why? I mean, I fucking hated reality television. It's at a, yeah, it's at a point now where I hate doing the podcast solely because I feel like I'm contributing to that culture of people who just like I'm one of them who just wants to be famous, and that's not what it is at all. I do this just to fucking pop myself and whatever but yeah this is like therapy to stop me from strangling one of these snapchat people that's what this is and at least we're doing something like unique like those motherfuckers are just posting pictures of their ass and then like taking videos of themselves dancing at a club yeah it's not even entertaining yeah it it, it, every i'm gonna say this and and this is the truth out of all the people i follow on snapchat 95 percent of them post the exact same thing like i wouldn't be able to tell the difference between who was posting it if you just like obscured all their usernames and just had me watch their stories i couldn't tell you who was who snapchat can die yeah. i think that's i think all those things man i hate the new wave of social media like i like i like facebook admittedly and i, I did like twitter at some point in time because i'm more of a words guy i'm yeah. not really a video guy but it's just yeah. I, I think with, with, with twitter and the reason we're, we're both not so high on it is first of all people are just really insincere you know you say one thing they don't like and they're like like, like they can't fucking handle opinions that are different from their own and then you yeah. got into this muting and where you can unfollow people without them knowing like via muting them and so it's like there's no real reach or any use to, you know, to throw anything out there because you don't even know if anybody who's following you is actually paying attention because they have a fucking mute option so that they don't have to tell you they've actually stopped following you. 
and so it just doesn't work. And, and, you know, Twitter has gone down the hill in stock and in terms of everything else. Because it reflected that it's just not a viable, you know, social market. And it's not. Yeah. I miss MySpace. I miss bulletins and <laughs> making fun of people. And you messing up John Cena's profile so that it redirects to ginjack.jpg. Yeah, uh, man with I, have, I, have, I have an internet one over John Cena that'll that'll I'm gonna put that on my resume. <laughs> yeah, that 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 was actually pretty good. So uh, we have some questions from the Peanut Gallery, and by by the Peanut Gallery, I, I mean Eric Martinez. He's the I think he's one of the only people who actually just sits there and comes up with these type of questions because he really wants to know what we think of Fuller House. Uh, yeah, I don't know why he asked. He apparently, like, he said that, like, people are obsessed with, with it, that he knows. I don't know anybody who's obsessed with it. I know um, one person who's obsessed with it. I, listen, I, I watched some of it just to see the, the breasts of, um, Stephanie Tanner. I thought oh, yes. That was... Her tits got, puberty was kind to Stephanie Tanner. I'll say that. She, <laughs> she's the only good thing on the show. Gibbler uh, got hot, that, which was scary. Oh, yeah, yeah. Actually, all of them did. But Stephanie Tanner's boobs, I think, are, like, the main, uh, yeah. draw there. Like they're the, they're like the, the they need their own credit in the beginning of the show. <laughs> yeah, be, they, they replaced the Olsen that, twins with her titties. Yeah, and I'm fine with that. But aside from that, I don't really care about the show. I don't really give yeah. a shit. I mean, like if you're if, like when I was a little kid, I liked the original. Yeah, that's pretty much the extent of how I feel. You know what it is? I'm really tired of. We already have too many movie remakes, but now we're having like show reboots, like Fuller House, Girl Meets World, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And I don't care. I feel like it tarnishes like the old shows. Like I didn't like it when Saved by the Bell was, I think, the first one to make like twenty spinoffs and continuations. And I didn't like when Saved by the Bell did it. I don't like it when any other show really does it. It cheapens the whole legacy. Yeah, I think it does. But that's that's what society is now. It's all like reboots vintage and nostalgia. And- yeah, yeah, you know, people just remembering this, you know, this different time, this different age, but I just really don't care about it. Like, you know, the only person I know who's uh, into Fuller House is, is the guy who used to co-host this show with us, Glenn, and look what happened to that guy. That guy's a fucking mess. We, uh, <laughs> he used to talk so much shit on the show when he co-hosted with us about how cool he was, and he was going to get this girl and that girl, and yeah. he's the fucking, he's the man, this, this, and that, and he looks like someone's grandfather now, literally. <laughs> He's like 22, and he, he looks like he's like 62. <laughs> what made me laugh was that, you know, he would come on here and try to be a hard ass and be like, well, I've got more hair than Johnny, and, you know, you're fat, yeah. Riv, and all this. And then I see him, and he's <laughs> bald, and he's like three of me. And he has age, he has age spots. He looks like Mr. Magoo. <laughs> he fucking melt. You know, I, I used to say maybe it's just, uh, we, we used to say that maybe it was just chicks that melt at 30. He's proof that. <laughs> no white dudes melt at like twenty. What the fuck? Yeah, we're, we're... I uh, I'm not I'm not I'm not impressed with him at all whatsoever. <laughs> Sir friend zone. Yeah. Oh god. Yeah, we need a whatever happened to for some of these people because some of these people that used to come on the show all the time and, and sort of we never hear from them again. They they've gone really off the deep end. It's actually kind of sad. Yeah, they have. Um, I think like everyone who co-hosted with us, with the exception of Mecca. Well, no, Brian Roth's okay. Yeah. Uh, everyone else is in hell, literally, or, <laughs> or figuratively. Oh, Lord, yeah, that, that's true. You know, I, I just, I don't know. I, I really think that our society's gotten a lot, of, a lot of softness. We're in a really social justice kind of society, and, uh, you know, it's affected everything that we have been a part of. And I, I think one of the things that it's affected as well is uh, the superhero genre. So we're going to take a minute. We have a new superhero. 
for a new era. If you missed this a couple weeks ago, we're playing it again. So give us about two minutes, we'll be back. And in the meantime, you can listen to this great new superhero for a new era. I have a feeling that Marvel Comics is going to sign this guy. They call him Milo the White Knight. And we want you guys to hear it right now. Check this out. In a world of darkness and trolls, there lives a pure defender of truth and righteousness. His name is Milo, the White Knight. Hey, hey, whoa, 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 Joey, Joey. Quit jackhammering and check out that broad walking by. Hey, baby, nice tits. Great Scott! A fair maiden is being catcalled by those ruffians. I can't just sit here and let this injustice continue. I must sally forth and save the day, for I am Mido, the White Knight. Excuse me, sir, but that is a woman, not a piece of meat to be objectified by your patriarchal beauty standards. Eh, keep walking, fuckface. This ain't none of your business. Oh, quite the contrary. This problematic behavior cannot be tolerated. You need to immediately check your privilege and then... You Your ass is lucky my break is over. Ouch, my face. It hurts. Yes. Don't worry, my sweet damsel. The foe has been defeated. Maybe some payment is in order? Perhaps a peck on the cheek? Or maybe I can covet your handkerchief? (laughs) Oh, shit. And we are back here on the Riven Landon Show. Uh, so, Milo the White Knight. Uh, just, it, it sounds like literally every dude that we know on social media. Like, these idiots who are, like, sitting there uh, wasting compliments and, and, and telling every girl that she's a beautiful, precious flower. It's like I said uh, on Facebook, like, 20 minutes ago. Uh, I'm assuming that the guys who comment women's photos and compliment <laughs> them online are the same idiots who argue on YouTube videos. Yeah, it's ridiculous to me. If I compliment somebody, I mean, I want the compliment to mean something. So don't compliment everybody. Like, there's maybe, like, one person that I tell compliments to. You know why? Because I'm actually interested in her. And you know what? They're not public on one of her social media profiles. They're, like, in a private, you know, confine, a private conversation. People don't know how to do this anymore. People don't know how... People are all, like, socially retarded. Yeah, I mean... I, I compliment Laura like once a month, so. <laughs> Just kidding, I compliment her like once a week. <laughs> a week, yeah, there you better, go. Better than nothing. Yeah, exactly. You, you're um, like, you give her those little like uh, coffee mugs that say you're adequate. <laughs> yeah, I, I give her the nod and the, the smile. Yeah, there you go. So, uh, I guess we got some things going on in the world since we, we uh, took a week off. <laughs> This whole Russia thing. Russia are like the main villains of the it's just, entire country. Oh, fuck, I'm so sick of it. I don't even know. It, I, I don't believe it anymore because it's just like we, we – it seems like the government is choosing uh, different characters in different countries and entities just for us to feud with, you know, bi-yearly. Yeah. It's like WWE creative. It's actually really bad. 
Yeah, it's it's just and the thing is like everyone's saying that the Russians hacked this, the Russians hacked that, like. But but here here's my problem with it, and you know it, again it's not that I'm trying to sound like I'm you know some far right maniac. I'm not, but you know I, I went with Lulz Man because I, I think that was who to go with, and uh, here's uh here's the here's the problem, is that first they said. Oh, it's bigotry, blah, 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 that caused the election to go the way it did. Then it was, like, fake news. And when that didn't work, it was Russia. And you've got Clinton, of all people, as being the one who's like, uh, you know, this is all Russia's fault. And it's like, where were you for a month? If this was Russia's fault, why did you just now come out of hiding, like, to say this shit? Yeah, I I don't understand. I think it's just a convenient scapegoat for people. And in a sense, it feels like like, um, they want us to be fearful of uh, of something always just as a way of keeping us in control or keeping us uh, in their control. Uh, There's always whether it's terrorism, whether it's um, ISIS, Al Qaeda. Yeah. Now Russia, it's there's always some new enemy. There there was some controversy because Trump said these are the same people that said that Iraq had WMDs that are telling us that Russia. And you know what? But. As crazy as it sounds, whether you like Donald Trump or not, I get what he's fucking saying. It's the same thing. We went to war, you know, uh, with with Saddam Hussein over 9-11, and he wasn't the guy. So it it comes off as sounding like the same same fucking thing. This sounds like an excuse because we need need to come up with some plausible reason Donald Trump won other than he actually got elected because people... Are having problems? They, they, they need coping mechanisms because they're upset by it. You know, here's the I, thing. I think it's, I think it's a lot of things, and I think that anyone who's been around the block for more than 15 years knows that the government makes shit up and does stuff with ulterior motives. Yeah, exactly. And uh, you know, I just don't understand. You know, I'm not going to sit here and condemn Russia. All right, they've got some great mail order brides over there. Uh, <laughs> Tetris is kind of cool, I guess. Vodka. I like vodka. I mean, Rocky come on. Four. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> you know, they, it, they housed Oliver Queen. Yeah, yeah, the Bratva, I mean, you know, Ivan Drago, and, uh, you know, I guess, I guess Lana is alright, and she's of Russian descent, even though she's not actually Russian, she's, like, from fucking Florida. <laughs> yeah. Lana, Lana gives hope to, like, fat, weird dudes everywhere. Yeah, exactly. Because of, of Rusev. <laughs> I think they've had hope for, like, a long time. We've seen a lot of slobs with hot chicks these days. And, you yeah. know, you know what's sad is, uh, people are so triggered by the Donald Trump thing that there's a Chrome extension that replaces Trump with pictures of kittens. Yeah, I saw that. Um, it, it's, it's, it's sad that, I, that people are that sensitive that they can't even look at someone they dislike. I look at shit I dislike every day. Like, I, there's no extension for me to replace photos of fat women with pictures yeah. of Supergirl. So yeah, exactly. I, <laughs> we can't pick and choose what we look at. The fucking, I, uh, you know, listen, I walk through the streets and I overhear two attractive girls talking about how important uh, Kylie and Kendall Jenner are in their fucking lives. Okay, that drops them from a 10 to about a 2, first of all. But there's no, like, mute button in real life. It, You know, the Jenners exist. It doesn't matter if I filter them out. They're going to exist. People are going to like them. You know what? They're idiots. The people who like them are idiots. But I have to accept that these idiots exist in the fucking world and go about my fucking day. And that's what everybody should do. I don't hate kittens, but if you need to filter out all of Donald Trump's existence, here's the reality check. Whether you like it or not, he's president of the United States and you're going to have to deal with it for the next four to eight fucking years. Grow up. 
uh, hearing girls talk about uh, the Jenners or whatever would have triggered me, though. I would have probably had a tantrum right there on the sidewalk <laughs> or wherever you are. <laughs> well, you know, speaking of tantrums, they did have tantrums over Kanye West meeting Donald Trump, which the picture has yeah. made the news and people are like freaking out about it. And, uh... That shit was funny. Kanye, his eyes look like they're dead, like he has nothing left inside. <laughs> At this point, Trump might be controlling him like with some kind of a robotic mechanism inside of his body. I don't know. Uh, there was another picture where the dude, it looked like the dude was time traveling or whatever. Remember? Stop Kanye. Yes. That, that's become a meme. Yeah. There's a meme and it's like, there's a black guy and he's all disheveled standing behind them. And it's like, this nigga looked like he tried to stop Kanye traveling through time, but it was, it was too, late. too late. Some shit. <laughs> it's like the flash trying to stop his mom from being killed. <laughs> I mean, I think it's just at this point, both of them are doing it for press and for attention, whatever. I think it's hilarious. So, I don't mind it. Yeah, exactly. You know, I, I do find it funny because people are outraged by it. But I, I've said this before. Kanye, whether you like his music or not, you cannot deny he knows how to market himself. Yeah, he does. He knows that controversy creates cash. And I think that that's something that's lost upon the entire new generation of listeners and, uh, you know, people in general nowadays. People don't get it. They just simply don't get it. And these are the people that aren't sure how Donald Trump won. And that's kind of part of it. Like you said, it's the controversy creates cash sort of thing um you know i I don't understand people are acting like nutcases you know michelle obama uh said that there's no hope left for this country because of this yeah she said like i guess she cut a promo and said that there's no hope um i don't think there was much hope to begin with it's like uh and and i'll I'll tell you this much the no hope thing i don't know if like i'm fucked up for thinking this but it reminded me of what you said that your your sex life is like no hope mode on Resident Evil, the video game. <laughs> it's starting to turn It might turn around soon. I'm talking to somebody who's actually pretty cool so far. <laughs> she hasn't turned into a supervillain yet, so we're all right. Like all the rest of them. But uh, yeah, I mean, if you remember, I used to post a picture of uh, the screenshot of Resident Evil 6. And it says, single, no hope. You know, player mode, single, difficulty level, no hope. And that pretty much summed up my life for a long time. Uh, but yeah, Michelle Obama, she's acting kind of hysterical, I think, by saying there's no hope left for this country. And it's contradictory to, like, when you see her and Barack trying to do the peaceful transition thing a couple weeks ago, where they were meeting with Trump, and they're like, you know what, we're gonna try to do the right thing. You know, turn around and be like, oh, well, there's no hope left. You know, it contradicts all that. But yeah, that, I think it does. It, it made no sense, and it was just like, what, did she have time alone, and she got depressed? Is she on her period? Like, I don't get it. <laughs> I don't know. It, it just... it. It really doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. It's it's just, it's part of that whole narrative. We have to make sure that everything is, you know, uh, you know, it's either liberal or it's, uh, you know, or it's my way or the highway with, with the liberals. Uh, we have a caller joining us on the air. Caller. I guess they hung up. Uh, they'll probably call back. That's probably what happens. All right. Uh, mm. What else? Oh, yeah. We have the Rogue One Star Wars movie. Everybody's been talking about that shit. Oh. Uh. You know, I don't even care about uh, Star Wars. Like, (laughs) I hate to say it. All of the hype makes me not give a fuck. Yeah, me too. And it's it's like one of those things where it's like they're just beating a dead horse. And I'll I'll admit, listen, the last movie was good. But fucking the, the amount of merchandising, especially now that Disney owns it, the amount of like stuff that they put out with that brand on it, it's just disgusting. Yeah. I mean, you know what the problem is? If you remember with, uh, Star Wars, it was, how, how, do, you, how do I say this? Uh, it used to be that it would come out, like, what, every six, seven, eight years, maybe? 
They and did, they, um, it was like 99, 02, 05, three years, I think. And then, like, for the day, it was like 77, 88. Holy hell. Uh, do you know what area code our guest is going to be calling from? Uh, one second, I'm going to look into that right now. Yeah, because Skype is not letting me let callers on the air right now, so. <laughs> Every week, Skype fucks us. You notice that? It's just this show, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's just... Yeah, it's, he, he, he's a 347. Uh, let me see. Okay, 347. Okay, so there's another person calling that that's not getting through. Uh, you know what? Let me reboot the call with us and see if that fixes the problem, because I think right. that's what happened. So let me find out what's going on. All right, and let me go ahead and let Johnny back on the air. <sighs> Only with Skype, man. Skype is a problematic... Okay, you're back with us, right? Yeah, I wonder uh, if it's me. Maybe, no, maybe it's I, I don't think it's you. I think it's my I herpes. Think it's, uh... <laughs> it's my crotch. I, I think it's that uh, you know our caller called a bunch of times and I couldn't get to it. And I think like after like Fuck, three or why, four times, why would, you, why would you call multiple times instead of just sitting online and waiting? <laughs> I think after you do it, it like causes Skype to blow up. Like it should be fine now. I hope. <laughs> Fuck man. But, yeah, as I was saying about Rogue One, you know. I think it's no longer special when Disney decides we're going to come out with a Star Wars movie every fucking year. I think that kills it, in my opinion. Yeah, I don't think that... Uh, if you're going to do it, do it in a way where it's like you're not whoring yourself out and, and, you know, being obnoxious about it. But I guess they want to make money. That's all they care about. So, you know, whatever. Yeah, That's but, all- you know, it's, it's going to eventually... Uh, it's going to eventually, I think, fizzle out. We got a caller in the 847 on the air. Or I try to add them, and it doesn't show them adding to the call. What the hell? Jeez, man. Yeah, I don't know what, what's going on. I'm going to try <laughs> calling them. See if we can get in touch with them this way. It's actually dialing them. So maybe they'll pick up. <laughs> <laughs> what greatest, happened to Skype, uh, man? It, just, it stopped working uh, correctly. So I don't know. It's All right. my Skype. I don't think it's your Skype. I, re- I really don't. So I don't know. I don't know what's going on. It's probably right. some sort of issue, but you know what? Hey, it fucking happens. Shit happens. Uh, I, I think we got one caller actually. You have reached out. the voicemail box. Oh no! Oops. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, you gotta love it. It, it. This is what happens when Microsoft fucks everything up. So, did we get? Okay, we have a Hello. caller on the line. Yes, Hello. caller. Hello. Yeah. Who the fuck is Hi. this? Hollywood producer Paul Feig. I uh, had my assistant go ahead and place the call through. I fucking hate you. And I hate Ghostbusters. Look, why are you calling us? Two Angry Guys is the other show with the other short Puerto Rican. And the, and the uh, white guy who looks like uh, Paul Rudd. You want to call them? They like- no, no, I've, I have a restraining order against <laughs> them. <laughs> I saw that they met you. What did they try to do? Finger you? Yes. uh, They came. um, They verbally and emotionally assaulted me. Uh, They used their their straight male privilege to uh, harm me. I'm sorry that they did that to you. Well, you should be sorry. And you should make reparations to me. No. What would those reparations include? Uh, I, I believe you should um, revoke your, your privilege okay. uh, and also uh, promote my film Is this Ghostbusters <laughs> on Blu-ray and 4K UHD HDR high resolution 
full color spectrum, high definition. Nobody UHD wants to see that. Blu-ray. <laughs> what the fuck? Nobody it's wants to see it. It's in 4K. Is I, does uh, Melissa McCarthy look any less fat in the uh, 4K? How dare you, sir? She is a beautiful woman by any standards. What was it like yeah. working with Harambi? I don't understand the question. What who was took, it like bigger, working who with took bigger shits, Harambi or Melissa McCarthy? <laughs> oh, now that is just disgusting talk, gentlemen. I'm calling you about business. I'm trying to extend an olive branch to you. Uh, yeah, okay. What is, what is, what's your, uh, what's your uh, offer? Well, I, I was listening to the show, as I do, because mm-hmm. I like to monitor the, the, other, the other side. I like balance. And uh, some people are not pleased with the films that I make, even though they make a tremendous amount of money. They do phenomenally well. But sometimes I like to listen to the opposition. I listen to you. And you had a fabulous uh, little uh, character. Uh, his name was the White Knight, and I would like to maybe discuss licensing this character uh, for a full feature film. Uh, I mean, like you're gonna have to get in touch with uh, uh, with the dude who who made that for us. Yeah, but uh, I suppose it's a possibility. And, and who uh, and who is he then? Does he have a large penis? I mean, um, what is his name? His name is Morgan. Uh, I don't know how big his penis is. I can definitely get in touch and, and, and let you know. Uh, yeah. How big is Leslie Jones's penis? <laughs> oh, that, that, now that is a ridiculous question. She has an enlarged clitoris. It's a medical condition <laughs> and it's not I, I, funny. I, I want to know, I want to know, are you going to get a woman to play Milo in the movie and, and change the gender of that too? Why, why would I do something like that? Because you think that it's appropriate uh, to cast a woman as someone who defends women's rights, let me tell you, sir, <laughs> many men defend women's rights on a regular basis, just like the character hey. in your little skit, which I enjoyed. Yeah, yo, <laughs> yo, Paul, uh, did you beat off to those Leslie Jones nudes that they leaked out on the internet? Or no, uh, no, no, I did not, because that would be um, that would be an equivalent to a rape. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but 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 can you actually rape Harambi? Harambi's been dead for a long time. Now I don't I don't understand that reference, sir. But I will say that the White Knight, uh, I believe he could be played by Paul Rudd, possibly. <laughs> uh, or uh, Chris. Are you just Hems- saying that because we just mentioned him? <laughs> Chris Hemsworth. Uh, we could have him have a, a, a dance musical number. Have you seen Chris Hemsworth's dick? Is that what he had to do to get in that movie? Yes, I, uh, I mean, no, I don't understand what you're talking about. Um, are we going to get, are, are you going to get Chris Hemsworth on steroids or off? Oh, well, um, his medical concerns, he does, a, um, he has a supplementation, he has a doctor's note. Uh, he brought it to the set when He's he like was using his, uh, he was using his hypodermic needles, um, and he would just go <laughs> off. Uh, he would lift barbells and dumbbells, and then he would go off and say, I need to take my gear, mate. And he would go into his uh, trailer and shoot hypodermic <laughs> needles into his buttocks. And I asked him, I said, well, um, Mr. Hemsworth, what, what are you uh, – are those vitamin shots? And he said, no, mate. 
those are my um, <laughs> therapeutic because uh, my testosterone levels are depressed um, because I have a very stressful schedule. Uh, and I need to supplement them. It's just like uh, any woman who would be uh, 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 supplementing for her menopause. It's the same thing, uh, equal rights. All right. Well, and he looks right. fabulous. He's very beautiful. Uh, no, I mean, he's a good leading man. I hate he him. He could be the white knight. Now, what, um, what exactly uh, would it take to do business with you to license this white knight? I'm calling you myself because we have a relationship. You we never... have a we... – Go ahead, go ahead Johnny. I was going to say we have a we have a, a Jewish lawyer who might be interested in speaking with you. Yeah. Um, you might have to give me that threesome I was talking about at the top of the show with two women. Um, I don't know if you can provide that two women who do not look like Melissa McCarthy. So now uh, using women for your uh, that's your business, sir. If you uh, okay, can have look, consenting Paul. relationships, good for you. Paul, have you ever heard of a game called ET on Atari Twenty Six Hundred? Yes, uh, I played okay. it regularly well, as a child. Well, I was here's born the reason in the I 70s. ask. Here's the reason I ask. Now, it's my favorite game. The game, all copies of the game that didn't sell were buried in the middle of the Nevada desert. So oh. I propose that what we do is that all copies of Ghostbusters, the 2016 edition, your edition, are also buried next to the copies of E.T. in the desert so that nobody has to watch them. Well, you know, you know what? What you do with your physical copy of the movie is your business as long I didn't buy that as shit. you're paying for the product. You do what you want with it. I won't even pirate that shit because I just don't want it anywhere on my person. Okay, sir. You're getting off the subject. I wanted to talk. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I hung up on that poor fucking bastard. Oh, God. Well, um, that was entertaining, I guess. Yeah, that was awkward and uncomfortable. It felt like a rape for me. Anytime I talk to that guy, it feels like a rape. Uh, <laughs> Where were we? Uh... <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I think that uh, we, we were talking about all the, the politics stuff, but I want to get away from that because there's something that we need to talk about that's uh, very important. <laughs> and yeah. uh, that is the fact that one of our asked guests has been pretty much seemingly blackballed <laughs> By the WWE. So I'm talking about, of course, uh, Derek Bateman, who has somehow been magically omitted from the WWE encyclopedia this year. So what the fuck, man? Like, I don't have it. I, I think you're the one who gets the WWE encyclopedia. And uh, you Yeah, I that... got it for, uh, for Laura's uh, kid. And um, I was looking at just basically to see who, who from Ask has been in there uh, and is in that encyclopedia. Um, and it, it was interesting because in the last version of it, which came out like four years ago, Bateman was in it because of his NXT stuff. He was in there yeah. as Derek Bateman, obviously. Um, in this version, he's omitted from it, yet Chris Benoit remains in the encyclopedia. Yeah, isn't that fucking weird? I mean... Uh... And and Percy Watson is in, and Leva Bates, who was never even under contract, is in. Wow. So he just got completely blackballed. Is what you're saying. I don't know. Like I, I, I spoke to Tyson Kidd about it, and uh, I asked him what he thought. He thinks that it was just an error from the guy who wrote the book. Um, mm -hmm. I, but I mean, like he didn't rule out the fact that it could have just been because Ethan Carter left to TNA, trashed WWE, and uh, you know did his own thing. Yeah, that's really fucking weird, though. I mean, don't you think that that's uh, you know odd? I mean, what the fuck did he do that was so bad? I mean, there there are people who've done Stephanie. worse. <laughs> He fucked Stephanie McMahon. So, let, let me ask you this, real quick. 
<laughs> do you think uh, Bray Wyatt? Bray Wyatt's in there, I assume, right? Uh, yeah, he's in it. Yeah. So, do they acknowledge his history as uh, as uh, Husky Harris or no? Uh, I didn't read his entry, but I'll have to look at it and let you know. Yeah, because I'm wondering if one of the reasons why, and I'm trying to get our guest on with us uh, now. Hey, we we, uh, we lost you at first, so I was able to get you on. I had to call you manually to get you in. Um, but yeah, uh, Derek Bateman, uh, maybe it's because they plan to bring him back as something else. That's entirely possible. And maybe they just don't want to acknowledge the Derek Bateman thing. If he gets yeah. hired. I think, I, I don't know, maybe. But the thing is, they have everyone like under shitty gimmicks in there. The Spirit oh. Squad are in there. Oh yeah, so, I mean, they acknowledge like they acknowledge other things that are equally embarrassing. So I just I don't see any reason. And fucking Benoit killed his family. So 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 in <laughs> other words, Derek Bateman is worse than the Spirit Squad and child murder is what they're saying. <laughs> uh, pretty much, I think so. And I think I'm hoping that somebody lets him know that he's not in it. Hopefully, the news gets back to him so he can just feel bad about himself. Yeah, exactly. Our our caller uh, seems seems to have disconnected. Our guest our guest was supposed to join us, but they they were uh, disconnected. I'm gonna try to add them through now because for some reason it wants me to merge the call in. It's not letting uh, me merge the calls again. He, he's he said that he's calling right now. Um, three four seven. Yeah, it's it's doing that whole if it's not having it's not giving me the merge call option, so I'm gonna have to call him. So let him know. Okay. Uh, we're hold on. Let me let me let him know. Yeah. Because it's it's Skype removes the merge call option and that's what keeps. I got I got to pull his uh, his phone number. Yeah. If he doesn't answer, we're gonna we're gonna leave him a dirty message. <laughs> no, I've got his phone number here. How do you have it? You don't have the guest because phone he called because he called, but it won't. Uh, oh, okay. It won't let me merge the call. Is, is it the right one? The three three zero. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Call. Him. Yeah, I'm trying to get him on now. Uh, oops. Add people to the call. Uh, uh, to... You have reached the voicemail uh, box. Nope, that was the wrong one. <laughs> All right, I just got his his phone number. So call. Him. Yeah, it says phone number busy. So I was, I guess maybe he's trying to call us. Well, I told him not to. Okay, let me see. Phone number busy. Well, maybe it was. It still hadn't disconnected yet. Now it's dialing. It says it's dialing. <laughs> All right, are you there? Yes, sir. All right, hey. we got it set up. What kind of you said you wanted a big intro? What kind of big intro do you want? Do you first of all, what are we going to refer to you as? Are you zombie sailor or are you Joshua? Uh, yeah, just call me zombie sailor or, or, or and or Mister Sailor. That'll be absolutely appropriate. <laughs> Mister, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, I, I have my... not. I haven't seen you in like what is it like two years or something? I think the last time I saw you was at like a wrestling show, right? Um. Oh my goodness, I think. It... Yeah, like Jersey All Pro Wrestling, I think it was like about two or three years ago, right? It was one of the yeah, it was one of the ones where I snuck in and took a picture on the ramp, and then I, I remember you telling me about uh, Tessa Blanchard and how uh, how oh. you wanted to smash. I'd smash. Oh, she, yeah, well, she's a beautiful young lady. What could I say? I mean, geez, yeah, <laughs> she, she is. We need to get her on the show actually, so I can I can accost her and sexually harass her myself. <laughs> uh, anyway, traumatize her. <laughs> So yeah, I've known you for 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 Mad Long um, before you were a, a zombie sailor. Um, okay. <laughs> so you basically what you do now is you find old vintage toys that are still in the boxes and you flip them and sell them to people on the internet. Uh, yeah, that's exactly it. Like a normal person would like invest in like property and flip houses, but I said why not? 
I invested in little plastic men and I said, I could, you know, get by doing this for hopefully a year or two. And, you know, here I am now talking to you guys. So, yeah. How long have you been doing it for? Uh, full time, about almost three years now, probably about two and a half years, actually. And wow. uh, it's fun, man. It, it's a lot of work. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'd rather be doing this than fucking digging a ditch somewhere with a construction head on. Yeah. But it is a lot of work. But in the end, it's worth it because I'm only dealing with like minded people. Like, mm-hmm. I've had so many jobs throughout my illustrious life, and yeah. uh, you're always dealing with assholes that you have nothing in common with because you're a force to be with them because you're in a working yeah. environment together. Exactly. But now, yeah, the people that I'm selling to, they're people that genuinely have a passion for what it is that I'm selling, so it's great to, like, actually conversate with people that you actually want to conversate with. Yeah, I remember uh, you, you at your other job when you were, you pretty much hated it. So it's it's cool to see that you're doing something you enjoy now. Do you um, how do you how do you find like the, the obviously you said there's a lot of work that goes into it. Do you have to look up like locations where they have these old toys and then like make deals and stuff like that? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, just you know, I've been doing a lot of conventions now, and I use that term loosely. New York Comic Con. That that's a convention. Like San Diego, that's a convention. Yeah. Um, I'm looking in New York, so I'm on the East Coast. So a lot of these toy shows I do are like pretty grotesque, not for nothing. They're basically like flea markets with action figures. But um, <laughs> but doing them for so long, you like you know people are like hey you know do you want to buy some old toys? And like ninety nine point eight seven two percent of the time, it's absolute garbage. It'll be like a box of like loose spawn figures that some <laughs> kid shoved up in <laughs> Someone found them in a sewer somewhere. <laughs> What do you think of the uh, of the Funko Pop figures? Do you buy those? I don't really buy them. I mean, I have a few. Here's the thing: like, just I'm not. I mean, I'm a fan of them, but at the same time, I'm not like you know, like going to start going out and like buying them. They're just there's too many, and I don't have enough room as it is, and I don't want to get invested now in like yet another fucking line. Yeah, so, yeah I think like those things will get you laid though. Like if you're in a, if you're into like 17, 18 year old girls who don't know what the fuck they're doing with their lives, buy some Funkos yeah. and you're in. Yeah, like, Dude, they're I'm all not... obsessed with them. It's fucking weird. <laughs> you know what it is? They're, they're cute. They're, like, you know, they're not expensive. They have just about any character from any movie, from any genre you can imagine. So it's, like, it's convenient. You know, and you're not going to yeah. go out and spend 100 bucks on, like, a human figure from, like, 1984. So it's, like, you can go to the local Hot Topic, buy one for, like, what, $12, and take it home, and there you go. And it looks nice. They, they're, you know, they're, they're good in the packaging. Landon Speaking and I are of, waiting uh, for us to get our own Funko figures. Yeah, I think you need one too. Oh no, I wish. I think I think maybe four would sell. Maybe to you guys, to my mom, and maybe my wife. That's about it. <laughs> there you go. I, I wouldn't even buy my own figure. <laughs> <laughs> what was it like? You mentioned New York Comic Con. What was it like having a booth there? Because that's like a big fucking deal. Yeah, man. It was cool. Like, at the end of the day, like, you know, meet some, like, you know, good cash, met, you know, a lot of cool people from Instagram. Um, it was it was fun, but at, but at the end of the day, it's, it's so much, like, so much, like, it's ugh, the work going in it is, you wouldn't even believe it. Yeah, how would you, you even carry, because you're carrying all those toys in, like, you'd have to have a team of people helping, helping you. Yeah, pretty much. I had uh, my buddy helping me. It was, it was cool, but here's the thing. So, like, the Javits Center is huge, obviously, and... Yeah. The whole back area where the loading dock is, like, I guess if you haven't been there before, you wouldn't really know. It's tremendous. It's basically like a little small, like, mall parking lot. Wow. And you basically wait out there in line with trucks and vans and whatever. You're waiting there to have your turn to go up a ramp and unload it on, like, a giant 
forklift pilot. It's crazy. Like, it took, like, three days straight. Like, we started Tuesday, mm-hmm. and the show starts on Thursday. And come Thursday, yeah. when it opened, we were, like, you know, we were set up, but we still had a lot more work to do because you're so, ugh. And they rush you, and it's crazy, and just, yeah. I don't know, man. Do you fun. get groupies off this thing? Like, with, you know, people coming at you at, at Comic-Con, there's a lot of chicks. They want pictures and shit. I mean, it, your Instagram's <laughs> popping, so. Uh, yes, I'm, I'm thankful for that. Um, Like, not really groupies. I mean, a lot of, you know, people that are, like, you know, appreciative of what I do, and, you know, a lot of people tell me, you know, how cool it is, what I have, and this and that, and it's great, man. It's great to hear. I'm, I'm glad that people actually have an interest in what it is that I do and yeah. allow me to continue, um, you know, living the dream. Yeah, did I you, mean, uh, I, go ahead, John. I was gonna ask, have you? Did you meet, get to meet, or interact with anyone cool at the Comic Con? Um, yeah, of course. You know, like a lot of the followers. Um, as far as like celebrities go, I didn't leave the booth really. I think I left for like um, maybe like fifteen minutes. Like it's so crowded that I don't even want to leave. Like yeah. to get to the bathroom would normally take you if there was like very little to no traffic would take you like a round trip of like three minutes. But unfortunately. <laughs> The amount of people, I probably turned just about 45 minutes, which is why I was pissing in a mason jar Jeez. the entire wow. time. Oh, where, where, I was going to say, that's what I would be doing. Holy <laughs> shit. That's so hilarious. No, totally. I, that, oh. that is not true. Everybody's listening, I'm not pissing in a fucking jar next to like I would, pit, I would do it and then I would sell it and say that it was like fucking vintage pee from, I don't know, someone <laughs> fucking important from the 80s, Michael Keaton or someone. I'm like, more so. I'm like yeah. yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Um, have you ever had uh, any any weird interactions with any? I, I saw that you did uh, the deal with Zack Ryder. What was that like? How was he? Um. Yeah. He's you know a very nice guy. Just we had like a little private signing set up. I just you know I uh, contacted him. I said you know could I get some autographs and um, some figures? And sure enough, you know we just set up a, a deal and um, it was cool because a lot of people, a lot of my feed loves wrestling. Like um mm-hmm. when I got that big Hasbro lot. Yeah. Uh, last year like the warehouse full of like the series one Hasbro and the tag teams. Like that was the number one seller I've ever had. Yeah. So, um, a lot of people that follow me, it's all like wrestling is their life. You know, I love wrestling myself. Mm-hmm. So I figured, Oh shit, why not? I mean, Zach Ryder is into action figures. Um, I contacted him and, you know, we set up a deal to get some autographs and that's pretty much it. And they sold did out. You, which did was, you, did you pay well, him? Did you pay him in like vintage toys or something? Uh, no, unfortunately it was cash. But um, I wish it was vintage toys. But hey, man, it was cool. You know, it was a good deal. We worked it out, and uh, you know, you know, a lot of happy uh, wrestling slash Zack Ryder fans are out there with some autographed uh, merch. So yeah, I see. I see you happy. have a lot of cool action figures, like stuff that I used to play with as a kid that I don't even have anymore. Uh, one of which being like the RoboCop toys, which are pretty fucking sweet. I love RoboCop, by the way. Huge fan of just that, that franchise. But uh, I gotta ask you, have you ever, what about these bootleg toys that come out now? Have you seen like these like really bad bootlegs like Robert Cop and some of these other dollar store? Literally Robert Cop. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. I don't know. Those are freaking hysterical. I think you should invest in those, man. Yeah, the Justice up. League with Shrek as part of it and <laughs> Spider Man. <laughs> It's, it's insane, man. But, you know what? Just like anything else in this world, there's a market for everything. And just because it's so ridiculous, people <laughs> will buy it. And even, like, the vin- vintage bootlegs, man, there's a fucking huge market for that. Like, old, like, um, like Thundercat stuff and Masters of the Universe. Yeah. People pay, like, I'm not even exaggerating when I tell you some of them, if not all of them, that are, like, bootleg are worth more than the actual authentic ones, which boggles my mind. That's fucking weird. I think, yeah, man, uh... I don't know. I- I would pay Zack Ryder. I'd pay him for like Emma's panties or something like that. I don't know if I pay him to autograph my uh, my toys, but <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, no, that, that. I, I, how, 
how big is your is your uh, your personal collection? Because I know that you collect a lot of action figures yourself too. Uh, yeah, I mean, my personal collection is pretty nice. I mean, unfortunately, a lot of my stuff I sold because, like, you know, I had to downsize. Like, you know, recently moved into a condo with my wife. When I say recent, like three years ago, which is not so recent, but um, just. Like, I had a really, like, I used to have a nice studio apartment in good old Staten Island, New York. And, oh, yeah. uh, Fuck Staten Island. I'm up in Staten Island. Yeah, Staten Island. Uh, if you guys, if anybody's listening from Staten Island, which, you know, maybe seven of you are, which are the total number of <laughs> listeners, I'm sure. I mean, listen, I love uh, Staten Island. I just, I just, I just wouldn't want to live there because it's mad expensive. Yeah, it's, it's so expensive. I go there maybe once a year, and it's so pathetic. I go there for food, which is really, really sad. Food is fucking awesome. The pizza and shit, like that's 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 where it's at. Oh, the food is amazing, man! Like, oh, the Chinese food, the pizza. Yeah, I don't even want to talk about food because I might get a little too excited. But um, but yeah, anyways, my collection is pretty decent. Um, I just had to downsize a lot because I have a smaller space now for the room that I have it in. But um, I'm thankful with what I have. You know, like there's there's really like nothing else that makes me say, oh, I need to get that or I want that. I'm just content with what I have at the moment, and I guess that's a good thing. Oh, that's good. I mean, uh, I was actually looking at your thing that you posted the other day. I think of the Batman the Animated Series figures. Those are pretty dope. Because um, I, I remember the old ones. I had all the old ones when I was younger. And I wish I would have saved them. I didn't. So, like, my for me, like, if I was going to spend if I was gonna spend money, I'd probably end up buying those. But do you have uh, a favorite action figure line or a favorite figure of all time? Ooh. Um, favorite action figure line of all time? Um, going back to food because I like to indulge probably like food fighters those are just hysterical yeah. oh my god um, <laughs> we're yeah, mad balls just, i think that was my favorite <laughs> yeah mad balls are cool i think mad balls were like a little before my time but at the same with that being said i remember having i think one or two when i was a kid i know i definitely had the football one actually which is probably like a hand-me-down from my older cousin but those are those are awesome i think they're coming back in like mini form or some shit uh, from kid robot the company um, i don't know yeah, I don't know. I, don't, I actually don't know uh, the map. I remember the food ones, though, but I, just, I never had any of those because I was too busy collecting. Like, all, literally, dude, like everything that you post on your Instagram is shit that I used to have. I had literally every single Spider-Man, X-Men, Batman, all that shit. So I follow you and I mark out because I just see stuff that I used to have uh, when I was younger. But uh, does your girlfriend does your girlfriend care that you collect? Oh, no, she doesn't care. I mean, at first, like, I remember the first time she came over to my apartment, I was like, okay, just... You know, did you ever see the 40-year-old version? That's pretty much how I warn people. That's what a yeah. And I'm like, yeah, that's what it's going to be like. And, of course, before, you know, you actually see it, you could only imagine, okay, this guy probably has a couple of collectibles, not realizing that my entire studio was, like, decorated, like a 15-year-old kid's, like, wet dream. Um, but, yeah, I mean, she, she doesn't really care. I mean, she appreciates it. She's not really into it. But, you know, yeah. you could tell when I get like, a new figure every now and then, and I'm just, like, ecstatic. And she's like, you know, you could tell when someone appreciates it, you know, but she's not really a fan, per se. Would you ever play with your toys when she's not around? Like, fuck you, I'm going to go fucking play with Spider-Man. <laughs> uh, I do it in front of her. Um, oh, really? I yell at them. And um, whenever I, I misbehave, she always threatens to, like, take out, like, perfect example, like, Masters of the Universe. Like, you know, when, uh, like, a figure is unpunched, like, they, they like, the little hole, they hang it up on the, the racks, whatever. Yeah. Um, when a figure is unpunched, that means that piece never got popped out because essentially it was never put on a rack. Um, she always threatens me that if I'm behaving badly, she's going to punch the unpunched figure. Oh, God. <laughs> Mess up all your figures. Like, that, that's the torture. Hey, we got a caller on the line. I guess we got callers who want to talk to you. Uh, caller, you on there? How you doing? Hey, what's going on? 
Hi, my name is Kenneth Call, and I'm calling in to say that I am the real collector, and this guy doesn't know shit. <laughs> what the fuck? Based, based on what? What do, what, okay. what do you mean? Based because his collection is shit. I'm listening, and I'm not impressed, bro. How do you even know? What, are, you, are you talking about like his Instagram shit? What's the rarest thing you got? Um, probably your sister's underwear. <laughs> That's bullshit. Uh, you know what you don't have that I have? What's a that? 1977 Jawa from the original back Star Wars collection. <laughs> and it's in mid condition. And you know what? It's got a rare factory defect having anatomically correct genitalia. You got that? Um, no, I, I, I got four, don't. bro. I got four of them, bro. What about a 1985 Anakin Skywalker with giant dinner plate-sized areolas? Did they even make Star Wars figures in 85? Yeah. I don't, I don't yes, think so. Did. You took off even... his robe. You took off his Jedi robe. He had huge dinner plate Where are you areolas. buying these? The local sex children. shop? What do you know, bro? He has sex dolls based on know? Star Wars. All right. What do you know? You know, you know, you want to, you know what else I have? You know how big of a collector I am? I have yeah. George Lucas's fart-stained hemorrhoid pillow. I stole it from him at the 1998 Comic Con during an autograph signing. What the fuck do you have? Okay, I let him go. <laughs> I don't even know what to think about that. I don't even know what that was, but that was great. All right, sorry. Um, I can't believe there are actually callers. That's really remarkable but yeah so yeah that was, that was fun does that surprise you <laughs> um nah. sorry uh do you ever um so you do you, i don't know where to how like where do we go after well, that that was you, you know i'm wondering fun. like all right obviously you've got some rare toys and you know a lot that appeals to collectors and there are a lot of collectors out there but would you be offended if someone like bought the toys and was like my six-year-old kid jeb is gonna love this you know like that scene in unbreakable where uh, oh <laughs> One of my favorite movies, absolutely, yeah. And he's like, how, what's, how old is the child or whatever he says to him? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, it happened before, like, at New York Comic Con. Like, one woman last year, she bought, like, three, like, carded, like, pristine Hasbro figures. I forgot which characters they were. And then after she buys them, after, like, they're bagged up or in mid-bag, and we exchange, like, you know, the cash or whatever, then she's telling me that her, her kids literally are going to open them up and shit like that. I was just like, oh, fuck. Whatever, at this point... It's hers, you know, the transaction. How do her kids and, how do her kids even know who who those characters are? Like they don't even they if they're kids, they weren't alive for that shit. Yeah. No, I asked her about that and believe it or not, I, I would think it was bullshit if I didn't hear it with my own two years. It was she said from the WWE network. So I mean that's oh, a positive oh. thing. Oh yeah, I guess still yeah. stuff. Yeah, I guess I guess that works. I mean, I don't know because if I had kids, I'd probably show them like old cartoons as opposed to the new like watered down shit. Like I have all the Transformers episodes on DVD and stuff like that. Um do you, do you prefer old toys or new ones? Because the new ones are so realistic that, but they're so expensive. And then on the other hand, the old ones are kind of simple, but those are the ones that we grew up with. Yeah, I mean, well, the stuff that they have in Toys R Us, excluding like NECA or like maybe a few McFarlane's from like Walking Dead, there's like a couple that are like decent. Yeah. But I mean, the stuff that you get that's mass produced in Toys R Us, that's garbage. I mean, the packaging is just really poor. The Marvel mm. Legends, a lot like it it doesn't really do it for me just like the paint and just remember toys not even that long well about 15 years ago like marvel legends i remember when the matter was crazy with like yeah they used to have the comic books yeah you know what it was stuff like when we were kids had like more of a soul to it like there was an it factor there was a charm to it 
and you know, I worked at Toys R Us, uh, you know, in, in mid uh, two thousand, and it's like the toys just don't have that 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 feel to them anymore. Like they don't feel like like they're you know, our toys were like cool as you know, really cool. Probably because we're, we're old men. Yeah, that's, that's true. Part of it, but but you 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 like I remember talking to you and you collected those statue ones, right? Like those really really expensive done up ones. Yeah, like sideshow. Like I don't, I haven't bought a sideshow statue in God knows how many years. Like at least four years, probably. Oh wow. Um, the only other thing that I collect that's like new, and and again, I, I pick and choose my battles because yeah. they are so expensive. Are like hot toys, you know, like the the six scale or, or twelve inch figures. Yeah. Um, those are fucking incredible. But again, that's not something you can go into like a mass retail place and get. You know, obviously a comic specialty shop or online, whatever. But those are great. But they're like you know starting at like two hundred and. $25 or whatever it is. And I yeah. first started getting those in 2007. I remember the very first one I got was Rambo from like Rambo 3, like Sylvester <laughs> Stallone. It was yeah. fucking $80. And now that shit was to come out, it'd be at least 200 It's insane. Yeah, that's that, that, the prices on shit, I think, uh, have gone up all, tremendously. Now it's like 20 like a wrestling figure, a basic wrestling figure is 20 bucks. When I was a kid, it was like $5. I'm like, what the fuck? So, yeah, man, I, it's, it's crazy. I, I, I gotta ask what you think. All right, you know a lot of a lot of people who come by the, the figures are usually like you said a lot of these uh, single dudes, hardcore collectors. So when they got a girl coming over, do you think that they should hide their collection, or do you think they should just embrace it and have everything out in the open, and be like, "Fuck it"? Maybe give them a speech. That's who I am. Honestly, you got to embrace it because, like, if this was a couple of years ago, I don't want to say, "Oh, you know, hide it," because I I was always proud of having the stuff that yeah. you know this is like meant to me. Because think about it, right? The majority of people that, you know, collect action figures, it's going to be from, like, a name brand property. It's not going to be, like, a complete, like, you know, meet-up toy, you know, just for, you know, meet-up line just for an action figure. Yeah. Like, you know, for example, Marvel, DC, all this shit is, like, you know, they make, you know, nearly, like, you know, a billion dollars per movie that come out worldwide at a box office. So, obviously, there's mass appeal. I see kids, you know, of all ages, people of all ages going to a mall and they're wearing, like, a Spider-Man shirt. Yeah. it's, I think it's, it's cooler now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's definitely cooler now than it was. More grown people were, when the new Star Wars line came out, more grown people were excited for it than there were kids. And there were, like, people taking days off from work to go pick up all the new line. You remember that? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's crazy, man. I don't know. I just, I, I can't do that. Fuck that. <laughs> so, um, so how do your auctions, when you, you, you do, like, auctions strictly on Instagram, or do you do your stuff on your website? No, the website, I mean, I get all... Believe it or not, like the most of my sales I get from people like messaging me, being like, "Hey, yeah. do you have this, that, and this?" And I'll be like, "Yes, no, and yes." And then I just, you know, get the majority of my orders as like a private sale. So yeah. what I what I post on Instagram is just like a small, small little percentage of what I have. I just do that basically mm-hmm. just to keep going and to get like a little bit of excitement. But um, other than that, I have a lot of stuff, man. It's just it's crazy. Is there I mean, is is there a series that you like or have been looking for that you want to get your hands on that you haven't been able to? Uh, not really a series. I mean, the one toy that, like, eludes me, if anyone, you know, is listening and has one and wants to hook me up with one, well, not give it to me, but fucking sell it to me, is, yeah. uh, what is it called? Dino Riders Brontosaurus, but that's, like, fucking $2,000 sealed or boxed up, whatever. Wow. I don't even know what, I don't that, even know what that is. What is that? Yeah. Yeah, Dino Riders, just, like, dinosaurs with, like, crazy, like, artillery and weapons, like... <laughs> I remember those! Why is it so expensive? Yeah. Uh, you know what I think it is? Because... It's, it's huge. It's in like a tremendous box. And even when you open it up, it's like a fucking brontosaurus. You know that shit with the big ass neck? Yeah. So just to have that boost, it takes up a lot of space in someone's home, let alone to still have it boxed. So you look at it this way. This is how I look at it. 
it's so big and it's like, you know, you know, 30 years old about like who the hell is really going to keep that around for 30 years. So there's probably so few of them still in existence. So that's what up the uh, price in in my opinion. Yeah. One of the factors. That makes sense. I mean, like, yeah, that is a pretty obscure thing. So, so, um, is there a certain action figure that you wish would have been made, but never was like maybe a character or something? Uh, I wish WWF Hasbro line kept going because, I mean, uh, it would be cool to see, like, you know, an Austin 316 with, like, stunner yeah. action in Hasbro packaging uh-huh. when they had the whole action. I just, you know, I wish they kept that going. I mean, but, you know, it is what it is. I mean, there's a couple of um, canceled lines that I would have loved to have seen, like, like, Buck Your Hair had, like, a second line, and uh, mm. I just thought about this recently, Cops, uh, Cops and Crooks, whatever, from Hasbro in, like, the late 80s, they had a, yeah. a third wave second wave whatever that was supposed to be released and never came out and looked cool as shit but it all comes out to sales doesn't matter how cool the figure looks or how mm-hmm. bad people want they they, they they release it based on how it sells so yeah. they, it's like yeah. a movie well, like I hate when I talk to people like oh we have to fucking make a sequel did you see how the first, the, how it ended there has to be a sequel there doesn't have to be shit if it doesn't make money plain and simple yeah and, and you, know, you know what's crazy when we were you know in, in the 80s a lot of these cartoons based a lot of their decisions based on what kind of toy sales they could make. Like Transformers the movie, a lot of people don't realize the reason they killed off Optimus Prime and all these characters was so they could make way for the second, you know, toy line to come out and, and hopefully generate some sales based on the cartoon. Yep, exactly. It's it's crazy, man. It's at the end of the day it's all about that mighty dollar, sadly, but it is what it is. I think that we need to we need to get to that point where they can make action figures of us. So let's make that a goal right now for 2017. Yeah, we, I want to be uh, even if I'm like a shitty flea market figure, I just want something. Yeah, right now what he does is he he dresses a Randy Orton action figure like him and he calls it a day. Yeah, there is there is one that looks a lot like me. It doesn't even look like Orton. <laughs> you know what's funny? Freaking Johnny, like back in the day, like you know, in 2000, it was the summer of 2011 when we first started talking again for a lot. Everyone, yeah. you and I were like, like this was like my life at the time. Now. It's a far, far cry from what it used to be. Yeah. I remember like texting and where we were like, we're like, oh shit, what'd you do today? Or what'd you eat? Like we were just like, you know, keeping each other in check, I felt. And yeah. I remember I went to Target and there was a Randy Orton figure from Mattel. And I swear on my life, it looked fucking just like you. It was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there, there was like a three year span where every Orton figure they released, like it wasn't even a scan of him. It's like they just took a picture of me and scanned that instead. It, if you melt a Roman Reigns figure, you get me. That's basically. <laughs> <laughs> well um i guess before uh before we let you go um is uh, are you doing any are you gonna run any holiday sales anything like that coming up because i know i mean like it's probably t- kind of late now because christmas is already here but you have any promotions or anything like that coming up uh no promotions really i mean at this point you know I'm, i made my personal sales goal you know beyond what i expected for the holiday month of december yeah. so it's like point it's all comes down to timing like i have a lot of shit going on and i'm probably gonna post some stuff this week but i don't really have any like sales or upcoming things going on um i have a couple of ninja turtles that i came across i was gonna sell as a big lot on uh on the good old instagram but it's it's so much work because you have like you know all these claim sales and people are first to write claim and it's just it's a complete shit show and uh i don't know how i'm gonna release these either i'm gonna put them on the website and like first come first serve or i don't know but yeah that is a point yeah, yeah, that that crazy. seems like that seems like the process for it is. What you should do is you should have like a, a gauntlet, put them in like an arena, make them kill each other for the toys. <laughs> that's what Black Friday is like at Toys R Us. Yeah, that's just basically just do Black Friday, but like you can rent an arena for it. And 
have them all murder each other for Donatello with a uh, trench coat. <laughs> Are you, uh, <laughs> I guess, oh, do, do you have anything else that you want to promote before we let you go? Um, obviously, your website is zombiesailorstoys.com. Yeah, just you can go there. It'll take you there. But the main one is just simply zombiesailor.com. So www.zombiesailor.com. Um, yeah, I prefer if people could just contact me through Instagram. It's better that way. It's more interactive. And just uh, it ensures that I don't fuck up any orders. So you have to send me a DM. Um, Instagram is at zombiesailors. That's with an S at the end, toys. And, um, yeah, man, I have a lot of cool stuff. A lot of cool stuff is on the horizon. And uh, that's pretty much it. All right, sweet. I mean, listen, uh, thanks for coming on. We appreciate your time. Uh, and uh, I guess if I ever have any questions regarding action figures, I know who I'm going to go to, and I encourage everyone else to do the same. And, and go to his website, buy his shit, or go to his Instagram, rather. And Riv, we need to find another Drew McIntyre action figure for me. So, Josh, if you ever get your hands on one, I think you need to let us know. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I wouldn't spend any money on that. Not, no, not against Drew McIntyre, but just I don't know how many people out there demand a Drew McIntyre action figure at this point. <laughs> I don't know either. Maybe people in Scotland do, but that's about it. Yeah, and try to find out that crazy person that called. Try to get his uh, phone number, and uh, because that guy sounded very irate. We, yeah, we can get a reverse look of him. Uh, you can do, call do you him want to try arm. to buy the, uh, the, the the anatomically correct Jawas from him? The, his sex doll of Luke Skywalker or whatever it was? <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. These people are nuts, man. I hear it all the time. It's crazy. It's the internet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. Take care, man. man. All right, guys. Thanks for having me on. I'll talk to you soon. Yep, later. Sounds good. Care. So, uh... I don't know how to feel about the the Jawa that that called in on him, and I think we need to go on a, a quick break so that I can regain my composure after that. I don't know yeah. about you, Johnny, but uh, yeah, I think we're going to take a little 60-second break, and we'll be right back after these important messages from someone who actually does remember Derek Bateman. Heart-stopping action. Prepare yourself for the match of a lifetime. This Sunday at the Hoboken YMCA, Count Freddy takes on his arch-rival, Derek Bateman. You are a very bad wrestler. This Sunday, experience the thrills and chills as the Tard from Transylvania takes on Mr. America himself in a life-or-death cage match. I'm going to beat you in your ring, Derek. And then I'm going to kiss your girlfriend on the lips. So don't miss out on this once-in-a-lifetime event on Sunday. Sunday! Sunday! Hey, Doc. My fucking dick feels like it's on fire. What can you do for me? Judging from your charts, it looks like you've got a very bad case of the Riven Landon Show. You're listening to the Riven Landon Show. Symptoms may vary. All right, and we are back. And uh, yeah, that, that was quite a time. It, I, I still can't get over the freaky caller who called him about Star Wars sex toys. What? Yeah, that was that was uh, that was amazing. I, uh, I I didn't even know. I, I literally I almost died when when they were talking. I almost had a heart attack because I was laughing so hard. <laughs> you know, I feel like that's the thing now with everybody being so obsessed with uh, with Star Wars. Uh, you know, it wouldn't surprise me at this point. Yeah, um, it really wouldn't. Uh, a lot, a but lot of people. I guess. Fa- yeah. Go I was gonna say. I mean, you know, while we're on the subject of dolls. There is one last topic that I want to discuss before we leave. What's that? Uh, the police 
in upstate New York, Hudson, New York, apparently broke out the windows of a car to rescue someone, and it turned <laughs> out it was a mannequin of an old person. No fucking way! Yeah, what the um, fuck? Where was this? Let me let me pull this up. I got. I cannot believe that this. Happened. I, I don't understand. Like it's it, and it looks like a, a real real person. Like it doesn't look like a, a toy. It's not like fucking a Ninja Hudson, Turtle New or a Stormtrooper. Yeah. What the fuck, dude? <laughs> Why does somebody have that aside? Like, the only thing I think of is, like, sex, like a sex doll. But it's a doll of a 90-year-old woman. Why would you want? And then to leave it in your car and ride around with that. What purpose does that serve other than maybe getting you in and out of the carpool lane? Yeah, I think that's exactly what it is. Because if you see the picture of the doll, it has, like, the uh, breathing mask on. So you know that this person is probably like, ah, my grandma, I have to take her to the hospital. And, and, like, does, like, 85, 90 miles an hour down the road. And just blazes past everybody and nobody questions it because they see this woman who looks like she's hyperventilating. Who looks like uh, Estelle Getty from the Golden Girls. Unless somebody does have a Golden Girls fetish. It's entirely fucking possible. Yeah, I don't understand what the fuck was that. You know, I mean, like, it's just... And the thing is, the dude who who owns the doll, he was pissed off that they broke the windows. What do you expect, bro? (laughs) Yeah, you have a doll that looks like a real person who's dying in cold weather. Because apparently the callers called the cops... And said it looked like somebody was uh, frozen to death. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I wonder uh, if it would have been black if they would have shot him, though. You know how corrupt the cops are. Yeah, they are probably would have. If it was like a black, it would be like, get out of the car. And then the doll would be sitting there chilling. And then just, <laughs> like, the doll would get shot up everywhere. That would be the this, end of it. This is, I mean, this is fucking scary, though. Like, who the fuck even comes up with that? Like, how does your thought process go, I hate traffic so much, I'm going to buy a carpool lane doll? Yeah, I, 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 I'm, you know, like, I'm assuming that's what it is, but I don't know if that's really what it is. So, if anyone out there <laughs> obtains any information, please let me know. And, and the cops are like, you know, uh, justifying their stance, and saying, just to clear the record, all citizens of Hudson should be put on notice. If you park your locked vehicle on the street on a sub-zero night with a life-size realistic mannequin seated in it, we will break your window. <laughs> Yeah, listen, the cops will fuck you up and break your shit anyway, so don't give them any reason to. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Don't, don't don't put fucking weird old ladies in your fucking car. You shouldn't do yeah. that if they, you shouldn't do that even if they're not mannequins. If they're just like a fucking random weird old lady, they probably shouldn't be in your car. They smell bad like Ben Gay and feces and you just shouldn't don't do it. Just don't yes. do it. I know that some people are desperate for dates. I know I've been pretty desperate for dates, but never desperate enough to like get a mannequin or an old woman or any of that shit. Yeah. It's just, scary so well look i guess that's all we have for yeah. this week right? we're about we're about out of time it's it's been pretty crazy I, I feel like i gotta take a shower after that mention of uh realistic areola jawas or, or whatever the hell that is i always feel like i gotta shower after this show yeah there, there you go we do have we do have as, as usual we have a great outro song because like that's you know we always yes. do that you know speaking what I'm of like showers we we have uh what country is this a country where they don't have showers india india right? uh our, our our second home india because we have so many uh fans there yeah there. which is really creepy that we do um this is a song by a guy named i don't even know if i could say it right venu malesh it's called it's my life whatever i want to do and it has literally, like, the worst lyrics. Like, the, the production is almost professional, but the lyrics are literally the worst fucking thing. It's like if me or you went and recorded a song in Farsi and then released it and we don't fucking speak Farsi. That's basically what they do. <laughs> yeah, this, uh, you know, I thought this was uh, our boys, the Miracle Boys, all grown up. And I, I thought that that's what this was. Might be their first... dad or something. Maybe, maybe it is. Maybe, maybe that explains the whole yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, so... We're out of time, and we're going to play this masterpiece from Venu Malesh. It's my life, whatever I want to do. 
Yes. Thank you, everybody. Good night. We'll catch you. Maybe are, are we going to do next week, or are we going to skip a week again? I think I think so. Yeah, most likely we'll be. Yeah. Here. So we'll let you know because usually, uh, unless we tell you otherwise, we're bi-weekly. So, yeah. but we, we'll probably be here next week. So keep uh, tabs on us via social media, via Facebook, facebook.com forward slash asked. Uh, <clears throat> you can also Instagram again forward slash Riven Landon and twitter.com forward slash Riven Landon or at Ask Show. And uh, we're out with Venu Malash. Have a good night, everybody. <laughs> hey, are you going to sing? Yeah, yeah, but it's but not it's a song. song. It's my life. It's my life. It's my life.
<laughs> Don't believe Don't me. Believe. Hi, I'm a true liar. True liar.